It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. A new week in Major League Baseball means only one thing, means a new week of shows for us here on BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. I'm Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio and with me for always, forever, for today, for tomorrow and the rest of time, the one and only Ryan Horvath. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing great. It's Monday morning. We already were watching baseball as we speak, which I don't know my thoughts on morning baseball. I like it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like it. I just kind of forgot about it, forgot to set my fantasy lineup, and we have to have those in by first pitch. So I have Tim Anderson, unfortunately, on my bench. Other than that, though, great weekend. Enjoyed the Easter holiday. Ready to roll. Yeah, you know, I enjoyed a lot of baseball. I had a nice episode of Bet for the Cycle with our producer, Super Mario, on Saturday. Then Sunday came around, I watched a couple of games, and I decided to go play some golf and kind of unplug for a little few hours. But I got to say, man, there are some teams right now that are playing exactly how we expected. There are teams that are playing the quite opposite of how we expected to start the year. I'm looking at you, Philadelphia, and a few other teams that are surprising, and it's been a lot of fun. So we're going to do something a little different to start today's show. We're going to draft two teams that we have liked so far this season, and of course, let's let's not mince words. We're 10 games into the year. There's no reason to panic if you're a fan of the Phillies or if you're a fan of any team that's not doing so hot at the moment, like the Brewers. Uh, you know, let, let's take a look throughout the league. I'm going to start with you, Ryan. You get to draft your first team. What team has really, really, really been putting it on people? All right, so I'm actually... I'm going to think outside the box with this one. And as you know, big Angels guy. I bet them to win the division the last four years. This year, I also went over 84 and a half wins. And I wanted to burn that ticket after three games. Wasn't looking great. Now, all of a sudden, man, I'm not going to say they turned things around. I'm not. But, I mean, they won three straight games, and they did it scoring seven or more runs. Otani picking things up. He homered again. And what I really wanted to see the, the thing that I don't trust with this team, man, other than the bullpen and the injuries, I mean, they already got three arms uh, in the bullpen on the IL. So they're dealing with injuries. But I needed to see something from the rotation, and I got that this weekend. Granted, it was against the Rangers, but Syndergaard looked really good in that 7-2 to win on Saturday, and that's what we need. That's what they need. He allowed two runs, five hits. He went six innings and threw 82 pitches. That's my concern. Is he going to be able to stay healthy for a 162-game season? Is he going to be able to make 20 starts? So I like what I saw from the Angels. The only thing, it was one of the more puzzling things I've ever seen in my life, Cody. I'm a big Joe Madden guy, but this yeah. weekend he intentionally walks Seager with the bases loaded. Your thoughts on that? And then in the press conference after the game comes out and he said, well, I wanted to see how the team would respond. He did it almost to motivate him. I just, okay. I don't think I've ever, have you ever seen that? Obviously you've played the game. 
Have yes. you ever intentionally walked somebody with the bases loaded? Not name Barry Bonds. Have I ever done it? No. Has it ever been done to me? Yes. I've been walked with bases loaded in professional baseball intentionally really? to get a run in. Yeah. Um, what do I think of it? I think it's I, I, I think it's horrible. I hate it. I truly, truly hate it. And I hated his reasoning behind it. These are not 15-year-old children that you need to play games with. This is not a scene from the movie Patch Adams. This is Major League Baseball. Do not put guys on with bases loaded. You mentioned Barry Bonds. There is no one in baseball that is Barry Bonds, and I'm including the great Mike Trout, because what Mike Trout does is everything. What Mike B Barry Bonds did was homer every single at bat. There's a little bit of a difference here and a little bit of a discrepancy. I do not comprehend this decision, but here, at the end of the day, they did win the ball game, but if yeah. you watch that clip, M Mike Trout's face says it all. Like, if you got Mike Tra Trout in center field looking around going, yep. what the hell are we doing? You got to really ask yourself, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, exactly, man. And this is the thing with Joe Madden. I really like Joe Madden, and I think he's great with a young club. I mean, like, you take uh, the Chicago Cubs 2015, 2016, when all those guys get called up. But I think almost, like, then he gets a little too cute. And you see that usually, like, year three, year four. So I saw Trout's face, and... Yeah, he didn't look thrilled with the decision. But still, good weekend for the Angels, man. They're scoring runs. You know who I really like? Brandon Marsh. He's got eight RBIs already this season. Otani's coming around now. You know he's going to have a ridiculous season. He has seven RBIs. He has the three homers. So I'll give a little uh, silver star to the Angels. Again, three straight wins, and they scored seven runs. So the offense looks good. The pitching looks good enough. I'm feeling much better about my bet. You just said the phrase that made me want to run away from it, though. The pitching looks good enough. Yeah, so yeah. far the pitching has looked good enough, but the pitching didn't look good at the beginning of the year. You even mentioned that the first few games you wanted to burn that ticket just because of these three wins. I'm still a little hesitant to jump all over the Angels. I do like them. I love their offense. Jared Walsh is a good ball player. Obviously, Otani and Trout and Rendon. I mean, this team's got an offense, flat out. Joe Adele, I think, is a future star, potentially. I think, uh, what, what's their center fielder's name with the really long hair? Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The center fielder with the really long hair is wait, Mike Trout? I'm no, no, the other one that was playing Taylor center field when he was hurt. Huh? Oh man, it's gonna drive me nuts. Not Taylor Ward, is it? No, no, the, the guy with the really long blonde hair. I really was digging that guy last season. It doesn't matter. But what's important is these guys got a bright future offensively. And you know, they're making moves on the mound as an organization. You, you we saw, we talked about it earlier in the uh, earlier episodes about how they drafted last year out of the 20 year draft, 20 round draft. They drafted 20 pitchers, so they know where they're lacking and I hope they make the move forward. But I still have them third in the division, but I don't hate the draft pick because I do think the AL West is a little more up for grabs than we're used to. Uh, I'm going to yes. go ahead and draft the obvious choice. I'm just going to get it out of the way. The Los Angeles Dodgers won three games this weekend. They went ahead and swept the Reds. The Reds, you know, we've talked about, we know what they are. They're not going to be very good, um, but they're not a dumpster fire like the Pittsburgh Pirates or the Baltimore Orioles are. They're just not a very good team. 
The Dodgers, however, are an extraordinarily good team. And when I say extraordinarily good, I mean I can't see another team coming anywhere close to being as good as these guys. My God, the Dodgers are unreal. Right now, they're currently sitting at plus 500. I, I, I think it's worth it. Five to one, you're not going to get better odds. I think this team is going to win the World Series. Hell, this team might not ever lose again. Yeah, man, I hate to be uh, chalky chalkerson, but I'm compl- I'm with you. We talked about that before we started up the pod today, and I was like, if you're even getting a three to one price on the Dodgers, and then we pull up BetMGM and it's plus five hundred still to win the World Series, and I know it's chalky, but you look at that lineup, you look at the rotation, and I think it's worth a play. I really, I'm, I'm playing the Dodgers, I'm playing the White Sox because they're so damn good. I'll throw out another Gold Star and. Uh, Here's the team that scares me because you know I'm all in on the Phillies. You're telling me to pump the brakes. I'm a little concerned they get beat up by the Marlins. Although I do like this Marlins team, and I did so bet I. the Marlins two out of the three times this weekend. But the Phillies dropped that 11-3 to game on Sunday. Uh, I'm looking at the team in the division. I'm looking at the Mets right now. The Mets are playing really good baseball. The only thing is, man, we do this every single year. But imagine if they get Jake DeGrom back fully healthy, even by July, by August. Like, the concern with DeGrom usually is you have him the first two, three months of the season. He's on pace to win Cy Young in the National League. And then you don't have him, and then they completely fall apart. Now, imagine if they're sitting there in first place, a game back in second place in this division, you know, and then you get them back. They look really good right now. They went two and one in the series against the Diamondbacks, but they never let up more, gave up more than three runs. So pitching looks good right now. I like that lineup. Your thoughts on the Mets? Uh, they look good. They look real, yeah. real good. There's nothing else you can say other than they look good. And there's something that always really worried me about them, and that was their bullpen, but that bullpen's not worrying me quite as much, except for Edwin Diaz. And here's the reason. These last couple of years of Edwin Diaz is not the same Seattle Mariners, Edwin Diaz. And until I see a better version of him, I'm going to continue to fade him every time he comes in. That being said, I like this team. This team puts up runs. This team is dynamic. We got Lindor back to being the Lindor we're used to. Marte is just a beast in that lineup. Not to mention everyone else that's in that lineup. It's just a good ball club, and I think that's a hell of a pick. Yeah, I really uh, I like this Mets team, and I hate to say it just because I do like the Phillies so much, but, I mean, they got the power. They already got – I mean, Lindor's got three homers. Alonzo's got three homers. He's only hitting, like, 230 right now, but that should that average is going to go up. Marte's got two homers. Robbie Cano, who we hadn't seen in forever, you know, he's back out there. I, I like this team. Um, they, they, they're they the team that scares me. And yeah. how, how concerned should I be about the Phillies, though? Like, that that's the thing. I'm watching these guys, and they're striking out. I'm watching Kyle Schwarber, the Golden Sombrero, the other day after I played the home run prop. I just – I feel like the Phillies every year are the same team. Should I burn this ticket? Should I should I try to hedge out and maybe no. play something with the Mets, you think, or just – No, no. I think, I think, one, I do think you should play something with the Mets. But the Phillies, no. I think they're off to a slow start. I mean, I think they got an unbelievable offense. I think they have the best hitting coach in Major League Baseball who's been tried and true throughout his entire career. Their pitching does worry me a tick, yeah. but I think they're going to be perfectly fine, especially when it comes around to the, the all-star break. You know they're not going to be sellers. You know for a fact they're not going to be sellers. Even if this team is not winning, the amount of money they put in this offseason with the players they picked up, they will not sell these guys. They need to win with these guys. So no matter what, they're going to be buying. Look at the Braves last year when they were five games under 500 and went ahead and bought. I wouldn't be surprised that the Phillies do the exact same thing this year if they're in the same situation, but I don't expect them to be in the same situation. I'm going to go ahead and take my last team here, and I'm between two teams, and they're two teams that I'm very, very high on. And both teams had good weekends, but I'm going to go ahead and stay with the slightly more obvious choice. I was between the Mariners and 
the Chicago White Sox. The White Sox went ahead and won two of three at home this weekend. They are six and three to start their year, and that is without Lance Lynn. That is without A.J. Pollock. That is without Lucas Giolito. They look incredible. Dylan Cease, yet again, my strikeout prop king. All hail to the king. He hits his strikeout prop yet again. He looks like a star, I might add. Um, The White Sox, just a juggernaut of an offense. Um, I love this team. There's nothing else I can say other than I love this team, and they will win no matter who's managing. I don't care how many guys try to complain about Tony La Russa. Even I've complained about Tony La Russa. It does not matter. This team is going to beat everybody's ass. Right? I I love that White Sox team. I'll throw one more. uh, I'm going to throw an honorable mention team out there, and it's just – I'm going to go with the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, they dropped that game yesterday with, to the Brewers, man. But um, I said, who's going to challenge the Brewers? And I laid the chalk, the minus 175 on them to win the NL Central. And Freddie Peralta right now is worrying me through those first two starts, seeing kind of the same stuff I saw three years ago, some control issues. Woodruff's going to be just fine. Corbin Burns is going to be just fine. The bullpen, though, that's the reason that I like this Brewers team so much because Craig Council's a hell of a manager, and I love the way he manages the bullpen. But right now, Devin Williams looks bad. Devin Williams... I mean, he hasn't looked the same. Last year, he was kind of having a sophomore slump, ends up punching a wall, breaking his wrist, wasn't available Mm -hmm. for the postseason. And right now, I think he's kind of a liability. Josh Hader's still one of the better closers in the game, but the Cardinals scare me. Pujols, homers the other day. Uh, They're 5-3 and right now. They have a half-game lead. How about the Pittsburgh Pirates at 5-4 and and the Chicago Cubs at 5-4, and man? I mean, I know it's early on in the season, but I'll go with the Cardinals for an honorable mention, even though I hate to do it. I think they're going to be a lot better than people are giving them credit for this season. I agree with you. And my my honorable mention, other than, of course, the Seattle Mariners, which took two or three at home against the Houston Astros. They're currently sitting at five and five this season. The other honorable mention I want to give another team that's at five and five, the Detroit Tigers. Uh, Two games that they took yesterday's game got postponed due to weather. But the two games they took from Kansas City beforehand, both games rode underdogs, both Scooble and Casey Mize, two pitchers that I'm really high on and a team that I'm pretty high on. Um, I like the Tigers. Another honorable mention for that team as well. Yeah, I well, like get- the Tigers a lot. Like these young clubs, man. I mean, you, we were texting back and forth about Seattle. I was on Seattle this weekend. I just, I mean, baseball, we talk about them. It's better than ever. I mean, we have, we just did this whole segment. We didn't, haven't even mentioned the Blue Jays. We haven't talked about Toronto, and they got a big series coming up this week. But I just, I can't wait to watch these games. Yep, and guys, we're going to talk about these series right after this, right when we come back here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB Podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. It's the BetMGM MLB podcast. We're powered by BetQL. Check out the BetQL app, giving out five-star plays all weekend long. I did uh, jump on a couple of those. It was a really solid weekend financially. We had the NBA playoffs and then a lot of Major League Baseball Cubs-Rockies ended up being a better series than I expected, even though it does pain me. It hurts me to see Chris Bryant in Colorado. This Cubs team leads Major League Baseball in batting average, Cody. Don't sleep on the Chicago Cubs like I keep telling you. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Let's take a look at some of today's matchups. Right now, we're already recording this podcast, and we have morning baseball. So let's hold off on the Red Sox conversation. And let's start with the team that you're really high on, I'm really high on. Played a World Series future. They're still sitting there 10-1 to 1 right now over at BetMGM. It's the Chicago White Sox, and we're getting plus money. Plus money dogs Unreal. today. 
plus 105 against the Guardians, and it's going to be Dallas Keuchel. Now, there's been uh, a little switch up with the pitching matchups uh, in this in this series, actually. It's going to be Keuchel against Shane Bieber in the opener, and that's why Cleveland is actually favored. Minus 138 right now. Shane Bieber with a 270 ERA going against Keuchel, who is 1-0, but the ERA up over 5 already this season. Your thoughts on this game now? The White Sox against the lefty are always an autoplay. I'm not doing anything in this game. I might take a look at a strikeout prop, actually, for Shane Bieber. Uh, but this is going to be a stay away. This is going to be one of the rare times I don't play the White Sox. You know what? I know what you're saying, and I understand it. And it's the reason is Shane Bieber. However, I'm just not going to waste the Chicago White Sox on plus money. We're going to have ourselves this lower scoring game. And I'm going to okay. put a little sprinkle on it. It might not be the best bet in the world because of Shane Bieber. But again... I just cannot resist White Sox at plus money. You're not going to see it very often. And also, this is going to be a very interesting series going forward. you got to take a look at these lines between the Guardians and the White Sox because the White Sox should be heavily favored every single game. But I don't think they will be because the Guardians came out the gate with their hair on fire. Yeah, a nice little surprise, and Bieber's looked really good. I mean, you know, because he had the shoulder injury last year, which absolutely killed my fantasy team. I know I'm talking about my fantasy team too much, but I let him walk in my dynasty league because I didn't want to give up the first-round pick, and he's not walking anybody. He's given up just a 118 opponent's average right now. Last time we saw him fully healthy, man, was really 2020. He had Cy Young stuff. I won't be shocked if he ends up winning the Cy Young. He looks really good right now, and he's controlling the walk, so... Mm -hmm. uh, Shane Bieber concerns me. Nothing there for me. What about this one? Another really good series. Astros, minus 160 favorites, taking on my Angels. I'm staying away because you already know who I'm rooting for anytime these teams meet. I'm going to need every single victory against this Astros team. The Astros scare the hell out of me because all we talk about is that lineup, and they still have Altuve. They still have all those guys, even though they lose Correa. But they have... As of right now, the best pitching staff in all of baseball in the American League. An ERA, a team ERA under two. I'm a little nervous about the Astros. I just feel like they're never going away. What are you doing in this series? Anything? Uh, one thing I'm definitely doing is I'm fading the Angels. I think the Astros are going to bounce right over all over the Angels this week. But more importantly, you know what the Angels can do and the Astros can do? Both these teams are really good at scoring runs. And I know you mentioned that the Astros got a great ERA. I still think it's early in the year to really be looking at the ERA for me. Um, and again, the Angels didn't have a single game these last three games where they didn't score eight runs. You can get the over-under is currently set at nine. You can get the over at minus 105 on the BetMGM app. Yeah, I'm jumping all over that right now. It's the home opener tonight as well for Houston going against the Angels. The Angels 6-4, and four, Houston 5-4, and four, so obviously that's a really big series. Uh, Baltimore-Oakland, anything that you would do in this with Montez taking the bump tonight for Oakland? Oakland, uh, another team where not really high expectations. If you're looking at the betting market, getting absolutely no respect, it's going to be a rebuild year, we figure, and they're sitting there at 5-5. Five and five. And then you have Baltimore, they're just 3-6, and six, but man, uh, I, I said the Yankees really need to clean up against Baltimore. And right now, if I'm a Yankees fan, you know what scares the hell out of me is Chapman does not look good right now. He was rattled. And I love that Baltimore crowd. That's a baseball town, but he was rattled in that game. Baltimore stole one from New York this weekend. What would you do here? I, I couldn't back uh, Oakland as minus 200 favorites. I just couldn't do that. With no, I, I, I'm, this is another stay away from me. There's not a lot of value in this game. And both these teams are kind of – 
wild cards when it comes to gambling because you don't know what you're going to get out of them. You know, obviously the obvious play this last weekend was Baltimore is going to get steamrolled by the New York Yankees, but the New York Yankees look terrible right now. So Baltimore is actually not looking nearly as bad as they deserve to look to start this year. I'm going to stay away from this game because you don't really know what we're going to get out of the A's either. We've had games where the A's have been destructed or we've had games where they put up eight runs against the Tampa Bay Rays. So right now, this is more of a sit back and wait. I need to see how these two teams continue to play. And honestly, I need to see how these two teams play against each other. Yeah, absolutely. So that's pretty much what we got in the American League today. But uh, before we hit on the National League in the next segment here on the pod, let's take a look at some of these upcoming series that begin tomorrow, Tuesday, April 19th, because we got some good ones. The Yankees hit the road. They're going to take on the Detroit Tigers. The Yankees 5-5 five and five this season should have cleaned up against Baltimore. A um, little bit worried about them offensively right now, but they got Garrett Cole going tomorrow against Alexander. But as of right now, the Yankees are minus 220 favorites on the look-ahead line. Now that could, of course, change, but... Detroit's plus 180, Alexander going against Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole's great, but I'm not paying that price for the Yanks. If anything, it'd be Detroit at home or nothing. Alexander with an ERA over five, but kind of a slow start for Garrett Cole. What would you do? I would actually take Detroit plus 180. I'm just, I'm not laying minus 220 with the Yanks right now. I'm not going to go ahead and lay anything on the Yankees at the moment. <laughs> However, Garrett Cole on the mound, I would take a look at that strikeout prop, whatever it's going to be finalized at. I think Garrett Cole's first outing was not what you wanted out of a Garrett Cole outing. His second outing, much, much better. Three runs given up. Two of those runs were caused by uh, Vladdy Jr. And one of those runs should not have been touched, let alone hit in the second deck. I think Garrett Cole's going to be just fine. And I really, really think he's going to put up a performance against Detroit. I take a look at his strikeout props. He's going to hit double digits. Now, we don't have all the pet pitching matchups. And, you know, it's kind of tough to really preview this series uh, coming up. Uh, between Toronto and Boston, but obviously a huge series where you have the Blue Jays right now six and four this season, and then Boston's five and four. They're in action right now. Wednesday, the scheduled pitching matchup is going to be Barrios going against Nick Pavetta. But this is a big series. I love this Toronto team. Um, you know, I, I don't really know Boston. I have some concerns with Boston, mainly in that rotation. Chris Sale's probably never going to be Chris Sale. He's not going right now. Toronto's awesome. I continue to play these home run props. George Springer every single night. Vlad every single night. He'll hit three homers, then he'll strike out three times when we actually play the home run prop. But I love this team, man. They're as exciting as hell. Uh, your thoughts on this series against the Red Sox. I'll be looking to target Toronto in this series. I'll be looking to play the over and unders. Um, both these teams can swing the bat, especially Toronto. My God, Vladdy Jr. I, I truly think. I, I honestly believe this. I think he's the best hitter in Major League Baseball. And I'm not the only one that thinks that. Garrett Cole thinks that. Manager of the New York Yankees, Aaron Boone, thinks that. Um yeah, th this is an exciting team. I, I, I've referred to them over and over as, oh, everybody's shiny new toy, this Toronto Blue Jays team, all the kids that are absolutely crushing it. It's real. They are a legitimate shiny new toy. It's These guys are ready to go, and they're going for a World Series now. So I, I've, I'd watch this team, and I might even be fading the Red Sox this week a little bit. I like this Blue Jays team. All right, I got one more to throw your way. Texas, 2-7 and seven this season, but they're going to travel to take on your Mariners. The Mariners are 5-5, five and five, and we got an early look at what the pitching matchup's going to be tomorrow, Tuesday, April 19th. It's going to be John Gray going against Robbie Ray. And as of right now, man, 
Ray, and I know the ERA is 472. I know he's 1-1 one one to start the season, but we're getting Seattle on the look-ahead line, only minus 145, which I know is a little chalky. The run line right now, plus 145. Getting plus money right there with Ray on the mound going against John Gray. I'll be playing Seattle on the money line. I'll lay the chalk, minus 145 on Tuesday night, 940 first pitch Eastern time. Your thoughts on that series, though? I Could love this Seattle team. So do I. And can you go ahead and give me that run line again with defending Cy Young Award winner on the mound? Plus 145. Yep. My ass is jumping all over that. All over that. With Robbie Ray on the mound? Absolutely. I love this team. And the Texas Rangers are not very good. Yes, they got a great, they have a pretty decent offense. Their arms leave leave a little bit to be desired. Listen, the Mariners, I truly think are going to win this division. Again, Robbie Ray on the mound. That type of plus money on the run line? Yeah, I'm jumping on it. That's one opportunity where, as I talk about, I usually stay away from the run line, man, because it's so hard to just pick up a victory, let alone have your team win by two runs. But uh, that's one where I'll jump on if we're getting anything over plus 130 and we're getting plus 145 with the defending Cy Young winner, like you said. Uh, I'm I'm with you on that one. Well, so well, you, you mentioned that you don't like the run line. I'm the opposite. Yeah. I love the run line. I usually play probably three to four run lines a day. I just, I hate getting burned by it. It was like, I, it, I'm i also a big under better. You know what I mean? I don't play a lot of overs. I look for great pitching matchups. I play a lot of first five unders or a lot of full game unders. And what's been killing me the last couple of years has been the new rule where we start with the runner in scoring position in next innings. I don't know how many, how many games I could tell you where the total's looking great. It's two to two. We go into the top of the 10th and then all hell breaks loose. I've Same been, thing with the run line last year. I've been the over guy. Overs have been my thing for the last year and a half. So you and I have been playing opposite these last couple of years. Exactly. Exactly. Well, let's see if we can agree on anything coming up with these National League series that begin tomorrow. We'll take a look at these games and more coming up. It's the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Ryan Horvath, Cody Beckett. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome back into the BetMGM MLB podcast. We're powered by BetQL. Check out the BetQL app. Also check out Cody Decker on social media. Cody, where can the people find you? Tell the people. You're all over the damn place, man. The other night you had 35 radio hits. That's right. So let's go through the whole list. Ah, You can find me on Twitter at Decker6. You can find me on Instagram, Antihero Baseball. You can find me all throughout the Odyssey stations. I have a show on the weekends that I do with our producer right here, Super Mario, called Bet for the Cycle right here on the BetQL Network. It's four hours live. We do live look-ins to games. We give you live gambling odds. We give you futures, everything you could ever want, and you can interact with us on Twitch. Not to mention, on top of that, I have the podcast Big Time Baseball with John Heyman and Tony Gwynn Jr. as my co-host, getting ready to actually record one right after we're done with this with Tony Gwynn Jr. And, of course, right here, BetMGM Podcast, powered by BetQL. And lastly, you got to check me out in Chicago on uh, Down the Line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino. It's a great, great show on 670 The Score. Check us out. You can listen to me live on the Odyssey app. And uh, that's my favorite one right there. I do. I, I listen. 670 The Score on the Odyssey app right after I listen to uh, you got Spiegel, you got Parkins on there, and then comes Cody Decker. So that's great baseball conversation. Love listening to you in New York on Aww, WFAN. So you're all you. over the place, man. Thank you're killing you. it right now. Yeah, I was Speaking on WFAN of- last week. That was that was a trip, co-hosting with Carton for a day. That was something else. Was that uh, you, you crossed that off your bucket list now? 
yeah, you know, I only got a couple of death threats, which is a lot less than I was expecting. So pretty sweet week, I'd say. Who do they come from? The the Mets fans or the Yankees fans? Who's who's hard? They're they're both the same. You know that. that as much as we want to pretend that the Yankee fans and Mets fans are are different, they're not. They're exactly the same in the amount of delusion. Just one is the amount of delusion that is we're got it this year, guys. We're gonna do it, and the other one is no, we already got it. We already want it. What are you talking about? It's the weirdest. Exactly. It's the weirdest dichotomy of two sports teams in the same city I've ever seen. No, it really is. All right, let's take a look at some of these National League series. Let's We could be quick with this one, but I do actually want to hit on this really quickly because we're getting plus money in this situation. And the Nationals off to, I'm not going to say a surprising start. They're four and seven, but they're not a tough, they're, they're not as bad of a watch as I thought. And, you know, I now live here in D.C. Nats Park is right across the street from our studio. So if I could go to a game in June, July, see some relevant baseball, watch Juan Soto, a top five player in the game right now, it's cool with me. But I actually, uh, I'm going to fade them tonight. Here on Monday evening, they begin a series with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Washington is at home at Nats Park. They're minus 144 favorites. They're going to go with Josiah Gray, their young pitcher. But he's going against Mad, Mad Bum, Madison Bumgarner. And we did this opening night. You said never bet on the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I said I might three to four times this year, and it'll be Mad Bum night. Uh, I'm going to go with Bumgarner against Washington tonight just because we're getting plus money, plus 124. I'm going to take a shot with the Arizona Diamondbacks. It's probably all I'll do in this series. Any thoughts or oh, move back? It drives me nuts because you know I told you never, ever bet on the Diamondbacks this season. Ever, ever, ever. Anyways, you should definitely take the Diamondbacks on the uh, on the money line because you can get them at plus 115, and I do like Mad Bum on the, on the, on the mound today. Uh, Monday evening. Go ahead and check them out. I like it. I think you get them as road underdogs on a team that's not very good in D.C. Uh, right. Josiah Gray on the mound. He's currently sitting with a 9 ERA. I think he's going to be fine as the year goes forward and as the years go forward, but I am going to go ahead and take D-backs tonight, but I probably will fade them the rest of the series. Might also take the over in that game, man. Go over because with Gray, you know, and I know they're hoping that he works out in Washington. And he's so young. He's just young. But I'm going to go with the veteran Bumgarner, and I might end up taking the over. But I'm going to hold off on that for right now. Big series begins tonight as well. We get the San Francisco Giants taking on the New York Mets. And it's pretty much a pick em where the Giants are minus 105 and the Mets were minus 115. Now, these prices obviously may change as we're recording this podcast early on in the morning. Uh, thoughts with Alex Cobb going tonight for the Giants with his 360 ERA. I haven't seen the Mets announce a starter as of yet, uh, but your thoughts on this series? San Francisco 7-2, and two, the Mets are 7-3. and three. I said before we started recording today, I said San Francisco is going to be good again this year. Even though they lost Buster Posey, even though it's like that team that you know like four or five dudes in the lineup, you forget who's even in the rotation or in the bullpen. They're going to be solid. They're 7-2, and two, taking on the Mets huge series i'm just gonna stay away and watch this one as a fan if anything that total seems a little low it's seven maybe look at the over but uh, nothing as of yet for me here i thought they had mcgill on the mound that's what they i do had mcgill. Down. Okay. um yep and it's because of that listen this is actually a much more evenly matched up ball game you mentioned cobb versus mcgill mcgill who they yep. call baby Degrom. he's actually looked phenomenal this year and that's the reason i'm gonna go ahead and fade the giants in this game I, I, and I'm going to go with the money line. You're not going to see a much better money line when it comes to the Mets. Minus 120 at home. McGill on the mound. I'm going to go ahead and take him. Okay, yeah, you're right. So they're going to go McGill on Monday, and then they actually have the scheduled starters then obviously for the entire series. So I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, coming up on Tuesday night, we should get Webb against Scherzer. That'll be That's a, a spot where game. I'd probably play the Mets. 
right now on the look-ahead line, man, Scherzer's only priced at minus 125, and I know San Francisco's off to a good start, but you're not going to get Max Scherzer, even at his age, anything less than minus 140 a whole lot this season. So I will be looking to target that uh, coming up this week in what's going to be a really good series, and that'll be a great pitching matchup. All right, moving on, sticking with the National League, we get an interleague series. The Tampa Bay Rays, I played... Under 90 wins on the Rays this season is probably going to come back to haunt me. Right now they're 5-5. Five and five. They travel to Wrigley Field to take on the Chicago Cubs, who are 5-4 and four on the season coming up this week. Um, I went under on the win total for the Cubs. You know what, man? Something's fishy here. So the Rays are a much better team. They're, yes. As of right now, on the look-ahead line, they were minus 145. There's some minus 149 right now. It's probably going to continue to go up. Hendricks is on the mound. Hendricks was awesome, op- awesome opening day uh, against the Brewers and then really struggled this weekend. 0-1 on the season, ERA over 7. The Cubs are plus 125, plus 126. What would you do in this spot? Should I just go raise, or can you see maybe Hendricks at home Maybe take a shot with the Cubs as dogs. Again, they lead Major League Baseball right now in batting average. I normally would say yes, but I do not like this matchup for Kyle Hendricks. Kyle Hendricks is the type of guy that, and I've said this on this show, in fact, I always hated the phrase pitch to contact. And what I I really mean by that is, are you a swing and miss pitcher, or are you a guy that gets ground ball outs or fly ball outs? And Hendricks is a ground ball out pitcher. This is the type of team that puts the bat on the ball and are just pests. Uh, that is the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't like this matchup for them at all, so I'm definitely going to stay away from the Cubs. I'm picking them, but I'm not getting a lot of value. I that that plus one that minus one fifty minus one forty five area for me for the on the money line for the Rays is just not a lot of value. I like anytime you go above one thirty minus one thirty. It's got to be something I'm really, really on. So I'm kind of staying away from this game. If you think that the Rays are going to score a lot of runs, as of right now, I'm going to stay away because they haven't been swinging the bat great. I know they're 5-5. Five and five. I'm going to stay away from this game as of right now, but I will be fading the Cubs going forward in the series. You know what? I'm actually going to end up jumping on. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to go first five with Tampa Bay, which is minus 135 right now. I'm going to play him in the first five because it's McClanahan going against Hendricks. And if you look at the way he's pitched, he really should be 2-0. I know the record says 0-1. He has 15 strikeouts. And if you look at his whiff rate, 42.6% right now leads the league. I know the Cubs, I just got done talking about they're leading the league in batting average. But I think they're going to – I wouldn't hate the strikeout prop. Um Going against Hendricks, especially like Hendricks last year, the ERA 477, his season high in strikeouts was just three and Tampa Bay doesn't strike out a whole lot. Give me the Rays in the first five with McClanahan, actually. I'll take a shot with Tampa Bay. And on top uh, of that, like, keep in mind, this series is taking place at Wrigley. So if you are listening to us here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL, make sure you check the weather conditions always, specifically wind speed and wind direction. Yeah. Uh, in places like Chicago, St. Louis, New York, Boston, these are massive, massive plays when it comes to over-unders. Oh, yeah, and you can see these totals, like – especially at Wrigley Field. I mean, you could see the total is right now. It's sitting there at eight. This thing could be nine and a half. It mm-hmm. depends on the weather, obviously. Is the wind blowing in? Is the wind blowing out? In a place like Wrigley, obviously, that matters. So I wouldn't touch the total as of right now uh, until you do get a weather update just because first pitch isn't for like nine and a half hours right now. Uh, here's a series where you got the Pittsburgh Pirates sitting there at five and four. They're taking on the Milwaukee Brewers. They begin a series coming up tonight. The Brewers are going to go with Eric Lauer. Uh, the Pirates are going to go with Thompson. The Brewers open up on Monday night as minus 180 favorites. I saw on the 
money line. That's the pitching matchup. And then coming up on Tuesday night, it'll be a really good pitching matchup because it's going to be Brubaker against Corbin Burns. And then on Wednesday in that series, as of right now, it's Keller scheduled to go against Woodruff. I'm going to be looking to play the Brewers in this series. I think here's an opportunity for them to get right against Pittsburgh, who's got off to a solid little start, but they're not at PNC. This series is at Miller Park or whatever the hell they're calling it, AmFam Park, whatever whatever it is in Milwaukee right now. Give me Milwaukee, especially anything priced under minus 185. If they're minus 180 with Lauer on the mound, a lefty going against Pittsburgh, I think the Brewers get right in this series. I agree with you. In fact, I'm not only playing the Brewers all week long, I'm playing them on the run line all week long yeah. and today money monday you can get them at plus money on the run line right now at plus 110 yeah i'm jumping all over there they're gonna win every game in this series by five i love it man and uh obviously like look at your prices at betmgm as well because i'm sitting here right now in dc if i switch over to colorado if i switch over and go into california the prices are a little bit different but they're all really comparable and we're getting a good number there with the brewers and i'm with you on the run line they should beat up on the pirates and i think we're getting a good price just because the pirates are off to a solid start and the brewers for them are off to a little bit of a slow start for a team that was minus 185 to win the nl central here's a huge series for me because I got the Philadelphia Phillies at four and six right now. I need some victories. And they take on the Colorado Rockies. They go to Coors. Rockies stay home after that series with the Cubs. And they got Nola going on the mound tonight for the Phillies. Minus 160 on the money line. I'm not going to play it because right now this team scares the hell out of me. But can Philly get right in this series, man? Colorado's look pretty good so far. They're 6-3. and three. I went over 69 wins for them, which I think is very doable. I thought that was pretty disrespectful. Not high expectations. They're not going to be very good. But they're good enough to win 70 games with Charlie Blackman, Chris Bryan, some of the guys in that rotation. Your thoughts on the Phillies getting right here? I think the Phillies will get right this series. I'm going to be playing, looking at the overs this entire series. But Monday night with Nola on the mound, I'm actually going to be playing the Rockies as plus 135 underdogs. My guy CJ Crone has been swinging it real good. In fact, I like this matchup for him a little bit. I'm not big on home run props. I have not yep. been quiet about that. I hate home run props, but I sometimes just can't help myself. CJ Crone, you're hitting a home run today off of Nola. Well, you gave it out this weekend, did you not? And then he hit two? He hit two. He's got five already this season. He's just hitting missiles right now. Uh, we could be quick with this one because the Reds stink. They're two and eight this season. They hit the road. They're going to take on the Padres. My Padres, off to a decent little start. Six and five, they're at home, and they're only minus 175 on the money line. That probably moves up at most to minus 185. Might look to play the Padres on the run line. The Reds are going to be an auto fade for me this season. They stink. Uh, I agree with you, and I'm not only going to play him on the run line today, I'm going to play him on the run line every game this series. Uh, you got Manaya on the mound. He's got a 1.39 ERA to start the season. He looks amazing. The Padres pitching staff looks pretty damn good. It's a good ball club over there in San Diego, man, and uh, I'm definitely not going to be fading them this series. I'm playing the run line on the Padres all week long against Cincinnati. All right, man, if you're a baseball fan and you're not watching this series tonight, game one of the series 10-10, First pitch on Major League Baseball Network, and Clayton Kershaw back on the mound. Should have threw a perfect game. Threw, should have threw a no-hitter, went through seven. Uh, we all know how that story ended. But the Dodgers take on the Braves. The Dodgers, man, I feel like we were getting the Dodgers at a really good number to start the year, and now the market's caught on once again. Minus 220 I'm seeing right now with Kershaw on the mound. But Dodgers-Braves series begins tonight. Uh, that's the matchup against Yanoa tonight. Taking an early look, it's going to be Max Fried against Walker Bueller on Tuesday night in that series. Ooh, that's going to be good. And then on, and then on Wednesday evening, um, 
Well, actually, wait, no, this is a quick series. So, yeah, or uh, that's a 310 first pitch. My bad. So, Charlie Morton against Gonsolin on Wednesday. And uh, your thoughts on this series? I might fade the Dodgers on Wednesday with Gonsolin on the mound, but tonight, Monday night, I am not fading the Dodgers. In fact, I'm taking the Dodgers against the defending World Series champions on the run line. Perfect. Clayton Kershaw is on the mound today. He's currently sitting with a zero ERA and 1-0 and, and a zero person getting on base against him this season. I'm looking for him to stay pretty damn good. I like it. Minus 105 on the BetMGM app right now on the run line. I'm jumping all over it. I'm fading the. I'm going to fade the Braves for another couple of weeks until they really figure it out. You know what? I'm going to go with the Dodgers in the first five, and I'm also going to go with the run line. Like, as scary as the Dodgers look like right now, man, imagine when Freeman, Mookie Betts, and Justin Turner all Oof. get going. They haven't hit their first homer yet this season. They only have seven homers as a team, and they still look – really good right now and then you have Kershaw coming off seven perfect innings in his first start that was my concern like Kershaw's getting a little bit older he's had the back issue but he's five and one in his career against the Braves I believe his only career loss came last year when he gave up five runs eight hits and six innings he was hurt in that game didn't face the Braves in the playoffs this is a revenge game for him Give me uh, Kershaw on the first five and give me the Dodgers on the run line. I'm with you. I think they take care of business. Not sure what I'll do in that Bueller-Freed matchup. Ooh. That might be an under game if we get an eight and a half total, man. I think that's going to be a great pitching matchup. And I think it's also going to be the game that maybe Max Freed kind of gets back to life. You know, he's had a couple of, I wouldn't say sticky outings. His first album, outing probably a little more sticky. Second outing started to get right back uh, into the groove a little bit after a shaky first inning. But I'm expecting him to kind of get right back into where he normally is. He's playing in Los Angeles, which is his hometown so I think he's going to get right, and I'm looking really forward to that game. That's 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 going to be a potential by the end of the season, Cy Young versus Cy Young type of matchup. Absolutely. Any uh, final thoughts before we get out of here for the day? No, man, I'm excited for these games this week. Where can people find you, more importantly, Ryan Horvath? I'm uh, on Twitter, at Ryan Horvath, R-Y-A-N-H-O-R-V-A-T, and then BetMGM tonight, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. We'll be live on the air for... Braves-Dodgers tonight, looking forward to that. The NBA playoffs, but man, I these series, it's going to be a great week of baseball. Can't wait to talk about these games to close out the week, man. Me too, man, and I can't wait to come right back over here and hang out with you on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Guys, I guess that's it for us. You got anything else for us, Ryan? No, just find the podcast, leave a five-star review, maybe a nice, nice little comment. BetMGM tonight, powered by the BetQL app. Cody, where can the people find you on social media? Give it to them one more time. At Decker6 on Twitter and Antihero Baseball on Instagram. Guys, like, share, and subscribe to the pod wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including the Odyssey app itself. That's it for us. Ryan? See you on Friday. Beat it. <laughs> <laughs>